Go Loud presents Read the Room. When you peered in, was he driving a stick shift? What's that? Oh what? yeah, yesterday I was. I was <laughs> Excuse me. Now, this this podcast is being recorded uh, towards the end of November, right. twenty 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 two, and it's chilly. It is chilly out, and I was walking. Sorry, I just. Sorry, have we started? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, right. but you, no, no, well, no, we no, haven't no, done no. our intro yet. But you oh, yeah. never know. We might we might need oh, yeah, extra good content. Look, good look at it in this one. I, thanks, thanks for leaving <laughs> me this one. I um, was walking home from a meeting, and I saw a guy stopped at lights, and he was naked in his car. <gasps> Fully now, like. Well, I didn't peer in. That's the All thing. Right. From the waist up, for sure. That's why I did that double take. I didn't mean to do it because he saw me doing a double take <laughs> and he knew what I was looking at. And he winked. That's, uh, wi- that's wink. wink. That's wink. Eye. Vowels are important. Which eye? <laughs> Hello. Um, read the rumours. I'm Paddy Courtney. And I'm Maya Dunphy, and you're listening to Read the Room, as he said, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, the naked drivers, and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being, you know what it is, Paddy. And so! Exactly, failed to do just that. So, uh, Maya, um, do you know why sorry seems to be the hardest word? It's not really. The hardest word is probably something like ornorhinolaryngologist, which I can't say anyway. (laughs) Maya did write this opening, by the way. <laughs> Just let you know. Yeah, because I looked at it and went like, absolutely. Auto rhino laryngeologist. You've got to get the geal bit Oh, exactly. In. You've got a knowledge. Some kind of ear and nose and throat specialist. Thank you. Um, okay, that's a fair point. But we'll be talking about <laughs> sorries nonetheless and goodbyes, Maya, because. Dun, 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 dun. Announcement to everybody out there um, who's been, all you seven people out there who've been listening to this podcast, this is our last recording. <laughs> this is our last no, episode. I'm, I'm gutted. Yeah, well, I'm me gutted. too. Do you know what? We propose that Elon Musk buys us. What yeah, about that? I'm not that gutted. Oh, okay, no, okay, right, I don't okay. think so. Anyway, listen, for the last time now, everybody, this last, this last, this last this, we, yeah. Uh, you know what? Leave it in, Ed. Read the room. <laughs> So, so, I don't because we are so sad today. And you know what? I finally started getting um, topic suggestions in from people last week, <laughs> like loads of them. No and I had to say to them, thank you, well, I'll stick that in the bank and probably never use it. Now, look, it All might right. not be over forever, okay. but for now it's over. Yeah. This is our last uh, podcast for a while. So, we were going to talk about all sorts of different things, but we thought we'd talk about goodbyes. Different goodbyes. I think Ed made a good suggestion about the Irish goodbye. And it's like, it it's is unique favorite. to us. I think it happens around the world. Whether people realise they do it or not, like whereas now maybe we have different definitions of what it is. And what I take an Irish goodbye to be is, and I, I've been guilty of this many, many times, is the legging it without actually saying goodbye. That's what it is. Oh, it, it is. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought it was like the seventeenth point. Or else, or there's another. There's another Irish goodbye which is on the phone. Is bye 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 I made a list I did some homework for today it being the last one oh I did fuck all right yeah well by homework I mean like when I parked it in the car park I had 10 minutes yeah well I was too busy saving lives in the street all right yeah Jesus well done where did I put my thing all right I'm just thinking of the 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 list of goodbyes. There's there's ones that you're not afraid to like. There's the okay. difficult goodbyes. I'm probably going through Come on, them in a bit. Not They're, literally again. Saying, okay, please. again. Gudunk. Hello. <laughs> That's more schlaf. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the 
depending on the state. Okay, the, right. Um, stop, can stop. I just more tell people as well, just in case, we record this at, this is 12.15 in the afternoon, okay? Neither of us had drink, not that I know of, I'm looking at Ed, he's not too sure. Early doors, yeah, we'll yeah, see, yeah. we'll see. We may have had uh, a breakfast point before you got here. I may have had a shot of ginseng and echinacea before don't, going. Don't mock poor 19-year-old so, me. The, Oh. Did I know you at 19? I don't think so, no. You did not? No, you wouldn't have known me. And I was like Johnny Poindexter. I... And I'm, I'm going to be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I think we met when I was about 25. All right. 25, 26. Yeah, I can't. We'll work it out on this for the, yeah. for the next podcast. It's all a blur. So all the difficult goodbyes. Just a, a, a scribble. Can I read my own writing? Uh, goodbye to a weekend. And this goes back Aww. to kind of, you know, the, the Sunday night you try to, now as I get older, I'm trying to drag out those Sunday afternoon pints. You kind of go, I'm just going up three or four, we'll get the last match. What's It's usually on about four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. So the last match, you go, those three pints, if they go to four pints, it turns into a totally different goodbye to the weekend. Whereas when you're in school, and I think this pops up online all the time, is the team tuned to Glen Row. Yes. And that yes, saying goodbye a to a weekend is frightening. And I still, I still kind of get that nervosa in my belly that like, I haven't done my homework. I haven't prepared for this uh, week ahead, ahead. Like I really so do. So do I. Yeah. And often I don't have any work on the Monday. But I still have that sinking feeling six uh, o'clock on Sunday. And also, you know, you have the joy of a child-free life where you can still do that. Ooh. Oh, let's go for a pint on a Sunday. I can't. All right. And it's all changed. But still, you can do other fun things like uh, <laughs> ginseng uh, and echinacea shots. Woo! Sake, like drink at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a little cry in the kitchen. No, no, no. Parenting is wonderful. It's so rewarding. Uh, Arts and crafts. And it's, it's okay. Walks. It's the last podcast you're grand by. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, so there is that. I'm glad to hear that. That you have that that yes. that similar kind of. Oh, Jesus! Like, you know, Morrissey and, after half five. And it's not. I think it's. In some ways, I think it's more the saying goodbye to a crack weekend than saying hello to a Monday. You know what I mean? So I think like I've, I've done some uh, some fun things this weekend and we not drag the shit out of them a bit more. But, but it's uh, also our entire our entire lives. For people who have, I'd say traditional inverted commas jobs, like people who work nine to five for a company in an office, we're sort of, we're, we're conditioned to, oh, hooray, Thursday, almost the weekend. Oh, hump day is Wednesday. Leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say, day did my eyes no. do something? Ed's eyebrow like, was going. Uh, see, both of them. See, hey, can see the eyebrows. It's like playing double dutch, but both of us, the, the ropes are gone. Can I jump in, please, please, please? <laughs> <You should> provide <laughs> sound, I'm going to do sound effects for this. <laughs> 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 Anyway, and then Friday, that Friday feeling, advertising, media, everybody, we're, we're preconditioned to go, okay, we, Monday is a horrible day, Wednesday you're halfway there, Friday is brilliant. And some people, for some people, the weekends are not that pleasant. And we need to kind of break that down. Basically, I miss Sunday points, that's all I'm saying. All oh, right, okay, Sunday right. Points. But you're right, getting back to that, if you get that balance, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's alchemy. If you get that balance right on a Sunday of a couple of drinks. And get home. It's magic. Yeah. But if you go too far... And I've done it like and this one. Like I think we talked about on previous podcasts. It's the the ability that some weekends, very recently as well, the the, the spill episode, the, the ability sometimes to go out for three or four pints and be drunk on three or four pints. Like. Yeah. And other nights you're like eight or nine in or drinks. When I say pints, I mean drinks. Eight or nine in, and you are not rubbered as you should be. That's like proper binge drinking. And they're the nights you don't want to end. So they're the yeah. again. It's like nights in the pub slash or a nightclub or a restaurant. You're with people and. 
it's just buzzing. It's just the crack is there and everybody, and you still haven't got to speak to that person over there and like it's kind of, uh, someone gets up to the jacks and you fill in their chair and I love those nights of just God, like filling so in. God, so sociable. Do you have many of those nights, Ed? I no. have maybe one a year. Oh, I, love, I heard somebody recently mocking <gasps> dinner parties. I fucking love dinner parties. I love like getting like a, kind of a disparate bunch of people around a table. Do you mean throwing they, dinner parties or going? Uh, both. And yeah. I, I tell you, it's mostly um, throwing them because like, very good at hosting dinner parties, but friends, like lads, up is our bleeding game because a lot of them are useless at it. Is it you still go the case where if you ask people around, they have to ask you back? I, I wouldn't care about that, no. What I, makes I, a good dinner host then? The uh, That they don't spend too much time in, in the kitchen. Preparation. Have all the food as ready to go. So it's uh, if you watch loads of ep- episodes of MasterChef or you talk to your pal Mai who's been on MasterChef. Hello. Ask them how to um, uh, prepare the proper meal for the night. So it's spending all the time because there's nothing. So I've been to true. those parties that Stressed I've seen couples host. up to fucking 90 because like, you know, they, they turn the salmon, turn like splish the, and they're out there. Everybody else is inside kind of going, mommy and daddy are in there fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, if that uh, because it does, it filters back out to the room. Yeah. And so read the bleeding room. Stay in the room. If you're the host, be the host. And the host sits down as hassle. Well, I have a couple of relatively new friends who. Sure are, do. <laughs> well, you do, you need you need a couple of more after. Let, let, let me draw the them personalities for you. that are pads and Eds over here. I don't have to replace you. Don't yeah, say you that. D- I, I hate goodbyes. You're going to make me cry. Delete my number. Okay. Oh. No, by deleted I mean like deleted. No. <laughs> anyway, and we they have kids as well, so they we decided amongst ourselves to do a sort of version of a dinner party where no one has to do any work. You just get, open your house. So we bring ingredients for cocktails and we get a really nice takeaway. And then the kids come and they just That's have a really good idea. pizza and junk food. So there's no stress. You're just opening your house. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. come along, maybe, maybe a bowl of crisps because everybody's working, everyone's busy. And also, we don't have to have babysitters. So the kids come, eat junk food. We get nice Chinese. Deadly. And my friend's husband makes the most amazing cocktails. Oh, nice one. And it's lovely. And then there's very little Ginseng cleaning, and very little work. Ignition. See, now I want to... And I, a like, lot of I've vodka. Said, all right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me just say, I'm very emotional because I hate goodbyes. I do, yeah. My sister is in London. She's been there for, gosh, 14 years. Ooh. And I used to see her quite a lot. And before I had kids and she doesn't have kids, I'd go over and see her a lot. And every time we said goodbye, I'd start crying. She's like, why are you crying? I said, I'm going to see you. I'll be home in a couple of weeks and I'll talk to you. I just hate goodbyes. It's not a fear of something bad happening. It's just, I don't like saying goodbye to people I love. And they always say goodbye to me. (laughs) Why does everyone leave? (laughs) All in the same bus as well. Like, (laughs) bye-bye, Maya. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, there's certain goodbyes. I'll I'll come on to the, 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 yeah, more difficult goodbyes are the... um, Sorry, can I just say, Paddy's written some notes on a sheet of paper and it looks like a maths algorithm. Like there is. Yeah. I'm, now like I'm keeping it close to my chest now. You're not allowed to see the, these scribbles. I realise that my my this pen only works well if you kind of. Where have you, you stolen that it. pen from? Um, where have you stolen? No, it's not. This is a. Does this say grip roller? Hey, that's big. It's a big, by the way. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a quality first pen. First job I ever used to have. No, second job I ever had. Big. As their little accounts boy. Um, you in the tights department? Time in bed. How? <laughs> I actually was. <laughs> I think about big. Oh, no. Jesus, I saved that for Bic another podcast. sent me a gift last Christmas. It was so random and so it was a beautiful uh, Lads, thing. I used to work for you, not Maya. It was a beautiful... I'm an influencer, sweetheart. Are you? Oh, yeah. no, That's no, why no. we're finishing this podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm way too old to be an influencer. 46 episodes and she comes up with this now. Influencer. Oh. Effluencer, more like. <laughs> nice. 
I think. It was a, one of those big baskets that pubs have firewood in beside the fireplace with a lovely rug, oh. um, a candle, some lots of edible whittles. <gasps> whittles, that edibles. I was saying. Whittles, edibles, yeah. and um, People can send me edibles. And then it was and one of those clicky Bic lighters. Lovely. So they weren't actually Bic gifts, it was just the Bic lighter that they were that was promoting. It? Yeah, but it was a fabulous gift. Nice one. Um, I'd like another one this year, Bic. Lads, please. yeah. <clears throat> Throw in a pair of tights as well. Uh, Rodriguez had a song. 50 denier, please. It's getting chilly. 50 denier? I used to know I saw all 100 like denier tights, which is technically trousers. Trousers, of course it is, like they're <laughs> jeans. <laughs> And then, Bend your knees in those. I remember there was people in, uh, in the office one day and they were proving that like in our tights were better, big tights were better than, I think at the time, Marks and Spencers, they were the, like, that was the standard that we had to kind of oh, aspire to. standard, yeah. And uh, they go, look at this. And one fellow took a big pen. You can't even stick a big pen through the... Went all the way through. And goes like, Tony, you fucking idiot. What did you... And basically, bloody hell, Tony. Tony, 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 life. Tony, God, Tony didn't last too long. Oh, actually, there was a Tony. That's, that sounds like very niche porn as well. It's Tony sticking pens, pens through women's tights. <laughs> Tony, stop doing that. Keep How doing do you feel yes. about tights from um, an, an attraction point of view? No, Both. just the word gusset. <laughs> oh, I love. I think I, that's where I stumble. Yeah. But lots of things have underpants have gussets. Once you don't, no, they don't. Men don't have gussets. They, co- don't cotton, be silly. You're being silly. Reinforced bit in your pants with no. gusset. We have gussets in our pants. Do I, I know. That's what we're talking about. Gadunk. Maya, you're not supposed to. I have got lovely pants on today. I'll tell you now. I have very t- nice pants. Oh, well done. Sorry, pants. You mean underpants? Underpants. Yeah. I don't have any. Today is Wednesday. We're recording this on a day that we don't normally. So. So there's gadunk and schlops all over the place. Oh. So why? Because I know I you do naked from the waist down Tuesday, which is why we don't record on <laughs> Tuesday, isn't it? Don't so we do that at home. So um, I've worn tights. Tights have been what such a saver when we're shooting outdoors and it's winter time when you're filming <laughs> outdoors. Have you never known? He's big... like you can't see his face. He's so serious. Oh my right god! Now. Yeah, it's it beautiful. is the actor's secret. Can't you buy secret. long johns like men's leggings that you wear? Why can't you just you, man up? You cut the you cut the because um, you stand there like that because because oh, it's, it's Ireland cold. and we're, su- and we're shooting tights. we're shooting in the height of tights? November. <laughs> And it's supposed to be summertime because you, that's how. You wear tights with the toes and everything. Um, you can do. Sometimes they come in and say, "Oh, we'll just cut them out." You go, why? What? Because like, your feet are the most coldy part of the body when you're out there My pretending it's summertime. Really, really like yeah. you to stop. Did talking you never now. know about this? I'd really like you to stop talking. Seriously, it's you just... honestly, you've oh, never Paddy heard about tights. this. No, lads, I was going to say text in, but like. Nobody's going to be checking it enough. No this. one's listening. Zone. Give us another. So I, I wrote down as difficult goodbyes. So there's certain people I know <laughs> just hate saying goodbye to bed in the morning. I love getting up. I'm good. I'm good in bed. I stay in my own side. I do, I'm good no, in bed. I eyebrows are mine. I really got sprained my eyebrows. I just realised this as well. So, so when I stay in a hotel, nobody likes getting. When I stay in a hotel bed. I just stay on my side. I know people who just take over every inch of the bed, even the the spare single oh, bed that's over in the corner your, there. Staying on your own, staying on your own. Like okay. just the, the bed is like I get in and you'll know that that's it, that side of the bed. But when it's time to get up in the morning, I can't linger in bed. Do you like to uh, say goodbye to bed mm, in the morning? No, I like lingering in bed. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love getting up and getting at it. When you say lingering, <laughs> oh, right, no. malingering. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't like because you sleep well. I actually don't. Do you? Not? No, no, no. Just yeah. Sorry. You can do the one eyebrow. I, I just realised. It's like you can do the one eye. Yeah, with the one eyebrow. The one eyebrow. <clears throat> you can't do it. Uh, that's it's proof you don't have Botox. Oh, don't see anything. 
No movement. Yeah, look at this head. It's look like, at how Botoxed I am. <laughs> I th- what's reverse Botox? It's I like Troy it McClure. <laughs> I've got a corrugated forehead. Reverse um, Botox is just ageing. You know, I could always raise one eyebrow, but I've been told to stop doing it because hi. I'm just wrinkling one side of my forehead more than the other. Fuck that. But it makes you look quizzical. Speaking I'll get back to a difficult goodbye the in a second. Natural History the Museum. Oh. Which I love. It's my favourite museum. Speaking of goodbyes. In the, well, no, goodbye they've to. reopened, which oh. is great. So it was goodbye for a while, but they've reopened. But there used to be this platypus. My favourite thing about Natural History Museum is. That's what I'm saying goodbye are, to things that used to exist, as in. No, they still exist, don't they? Platypus? What's they the do. other one that. Oh, I'm thinking what are you of, thinking of? Yeah, this a dodo. One. Thinking or? about the, what, you, stop calling me names. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to think of animals. Okay, go on. Tell um, me. Let me put your time in there. Uh, but they had a platypus that um, just looked permanently surprised. Quizzical platypus, and but they'd given him slightly the wrong eyes, and it looked like human eyebrows. He just looked completely shell shocked, and he's gone. Oh no! And it was one of my favourite things to go in there. Years he finally ago. escaped, good man. Paddy. And find the ones, the really old taxidermied animals, where obviously the wrong eyes had been used, and it was like a rabbit with almost human eyes looking into yourself. How are you doing? <laughs> I the love joy it down there. Of the Natural History Museum. Now it's amazing. Yeah. Right, no. give us a few easy goodbyes. I've got. I've broken them down really quickly into relationships, jobs, oh, gigs, and okay. food. Okay, so uh, easy goodbyes. Well, see, I was always a coward. I, I was never good at breaking up. I kind of had to create a situation, like like stand up comedy. I had to let it get yeah. under my skin for me to break up with it because I, I loved being on stage so much I started to really dislike a lot of the people around um, the, the, the stand-ups from comedians to promoters to audience members being off their wow, fucking bicky like it just like bridges being burned yeah fuck them I just, like, I'm not going back to stand-up comedy anytime soon and just and then within comedy itself goodbyes certain like if you're waiting to come on and there's certain MCs and uh, I met Patrick Hilty at the um, at the festival at the, the Cork International Film Festival recently he's got a film his first ever feature film called Bally Walter go and see it with Shauna Kerslake is amazing uh, Prasina who plays a uh, part in The Crown uh, have you watched The New Crown? No, he I plays that horrible journalist who tricked uh, Diana into having that um, interview. Oh, Martin Bashir. Martin, Martin Bashir, he plays that. So uh, Prasna is now the director of this film. It's fucking brilliant. It's amazing. We get talking about, because I did one of my first ever gigs with this him. That's why it's hard to goodbye to Paddy. That's toured, quite a tangent. I toured with Paddy Kilty and did all his warm-ups up in uh, Northern Ireland. But we start going through the list of all the so-called MCs. The job of an MC is to welcome you on stage bring on the act. And there's some people who just would oh, not no. say goodbye to their little they segment of time. Hand the mic over. And also, they they be false goodbyes. And they go, oh, we'll wrap it up there. Are you ready for your next act? And you're in the wings, having a little poo and a pee, and you're worried, <laughs> and you're sweating from your eyeballs, and ready to go. And they go, oh, well, this reminds me of the thing that I was going, fucking get me Get your stage. own show. Yeah. Get your own fucking show. And that, like, those goodbyes. So, like, they were easy. It was easy goodbye for me. I remember me once throwing me. something at oh, no. an MC. To get him off stage? Yeah. Because I was sort of semi-producing, going, for fuck's sake, and he's too stressed. And I was going, what's, he, what's happening to him? Go, Quick, get off, yeah. get off. So, yeah, Unreal. That, that saying goodbye to comedy was very easy. Yeah, it still took you a while, though. I think my <laughs> problem is always, years. I'm not, I hate, hate admitting this, but I'm, 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 I'm always afraid of making the wrong decision. So sometimes... And they always say, we, we talked about bad decisions, that you only regret the things you don't do. Mm-hmm. But I always, and especially when you get a bit older and you've got a mortgage and you've got bills to pay, people go, just quit the job. And you go, it's easy for you to say, but not if you have responsibilities. And I did, I have stayed in jobs far longer than I should because you sit at home and go, oh God, oh God, oh God. But like, 
with a piece of paper and a pen going, how much money can I get from doing this or this? But it's very, there is nothing more liberating oh, than walking out of an office or a shop or wherever it is you work if you've hated that job. And Middle finger held high. Yeah. Fuck you, Tony O'Malley. And you go, I've... That's it. I'm gone. I've quit. It's so liberating until your next bill arrives and you can't pay it. What? But so give, give us yeah, your give us your easy other oh, easy goodbye jobs well, relation. We've done jobs like relationships though. Yeah. And the thing about relationships is the less if if something really awful has gone wrong, like somebody has cheated on you or somebody has been aggressive or violent in some way then there's kind of like right there's there's a line drawn here um, and you kind of have to go but the hardest ones to go about are the ones where there's nothing tangibly wrong but you're just not happy I'm sure you've been in a few of those and I have where somebody's perfectly nice huh this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't, because I know you're slightly I'm serious. I'm not really serious. I'm Look, I'm just doing a heart on my page oh, for you. Oh, so thank you. But it's, no, you're right though. Is that, but that's your and gut though. And they're the hardest ones yeah. to leave. And then some days you'll think, no, hang on, I'll just, I'll, I'll stick with it for a while. And you think, what's the point? Because the longer you drag it out. And usually those ones takes a big thing like the point where you're deciding to buy a house together or have a baby or get married where you go hmm maybe I should get out now but they're the hardest ones to leave all the difference you're right though but that word liberating is huge and it's like for anybody who is kind of ruminating over a, a goodbye whether they do it or should they instigate it or whatever it is just think of the like think of how free you might be when it is done, the decision is made, and there is a lot of weight of, and a lot of sort of murderers or people who've done bad things. What they, they <laughs> do? Holy God! They do, say goodbye <laughs> to your freedom. Quitting no, your they, job in supermarket. They kind of want to be caught. Are you know people who do dodgy shit? They want to be caught for that feeling of liberation. So they want to say goodbye to the thing that they're doing. It's almost like an addict. You're, psychopaths you're doing, don't. Like psychopaths. Because a, a lot of a lot of people who you know, you know for exa- for example, when. There's a cold case and somebody was killed 25, 26 years ago. What? Like the Where? Sophie Toscan Duplantier case which just kind of haunted all of us and intrigued all of us. And we all know that somebody knows something um, because they have to. But then sometimes, like you say, people who might have been um, an, unex, an unintentional witness or alibi for somebody who has a conscience might get to an old age and say, I have to say something because I can't live with myself. But the person who actually did it, chances are they won't. They just think, I'm smarter and I got away with it. I think that's it. Like There's yeah. certain people, yeah, they've, they've gone all in, like Jim Davison and his jokes now, <laughs> doubling down on, like, you know, racism, what's that? That's only in your mind. And he goes full on for more. So there, yeah. So whoever killed her probably is still alive, mm-hmm. but they honestly believe that they are cleverer than the cops and all the people down in school and they reckon that they're going to get away with it. It's the people, the ripples, the people on the yeah. outside. You're right. Do you know what's mad though? Because human memory is so unreliable. And every time, I said like like most of the country, I'm just obsessed with that case. And now there's a, they're reopening it again. Wow. Now it was 1996, so 26 years ago. Jesus. Now unless there's something that through new technology, like there was, if it's DNA in a freezer somewhere, oh, they yeah. can recheck. That's different. But they're saying things like, we're going to go back and talk to people who were in that pub on Christmas Eve. Now, if I asked you, now, unless something major happened, like 1996, I remember I was working in Vancouver for three months. Jesus. So I remember things about that summer because it stood out because it was different. But for the rest, if someone said to me, in your local pub on Christmas Eve, yeah, they all merge into one. I remember one. that murderer so came in with can, blood on his ever, face. How can anyone remember her? 
what was said yeah. or what was and also they've all watched the documentary yeah. if you live you down there or documentaries or listen to podcasts or yeah. affected by it yeah there's no way I, I find that that's why they say it's always important for a murder squad to be able to get within the first 48 hours if yeah. you don't d- discover it in the first 48 hours then you're into very difficult waters now and now it's it'll be 48 years probably by the time they hear anything I unless DNA the person anyway. responsible will slip up eventually we he hope will. we he hope. will how do you know it's a he? We know it's a he. Oh, all oh, right, okay. Say goodbye to your freedom. Yes, I'm just trying to bring it back on point, get it back on point for the last episode here, Maya. Say, Say goodbye, goodbye to, to your freedom, freedom. right? Right. Uh, jobs, gigs, no food. Say goodbye to food. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm trying to say different things in your fridge. Like, say I'm, goodbye to food. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm shit at this. I'm trying to be better and I'm, I'm trying to follow in your footsteps and the TV show you made is what planet you're on. I'm talking about how people consume food and yeah. how... And I'm really terrible at, like, I I need to stop shopping while hungry. Never Because I buy everything. Oh, my God. And I try not to have shit food in, like, sweets and chocolate. Like, I'm a different for the sweets and chocolate. chocolate. And so, crips and chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Too many peas in your words Words and not not enough on your plate. plate. Come on. Look at your elbow. (laughs) I was one of my, that and the, the, the trip to the Gale Talk were my two favourite segments of my stand-up I career. love that like, yeah, good. I heard them many many you times did, you did you did you did them <laughs> uh, so yeah not, not shopping while hungry and then getting food that will last in the fridge so now I'm seeing all these um, uh, tricks on reels I told you before I'm God, addicted so to Instagram reels how, how to make food last longer than your but it is like amazing stuff like, like chopping off the end of your um, no, easy <laughs> Bob it <laughs> Chopping off the end of your broccoli it works the same um, and stick it in a glass of water in your fridge and that will last up to another eight or ten days That's longer. It's a bouquet, isn't it? It is. <laughs> bouquet, my bouquet of broccoli. And different things about how, uh, how you're storing tomatoes. So I'm trying to do that. Saying goodbye to food. Yeah. It really annoys me. And re- like I'm so tomatoes ashamed. Tomatoes should not be stored in your fridge no, by never. The way, unless your kitchen is very hot. I've been, st- I've been trying to say goodbye to meat. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good dunk. Um... <laughs> you left oh, it wide really? open. No. <laughs> oh God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, oh, no. It had to happen. <laughs> There's the snort. Uh, gonna... Okay, right. Sorry. I'm okay. trying. Well, not so much goodbye to meat as just um, cut it out. Sort of hasta luego. That that we like, see a little bit of you later, but not. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. was that no, yeah. Like I have. Like, how it's does this get out or as people who have to give things up. Yeah. A friend of mine was recently diagnosed as a celiac. Ooh, what? Um, they can see in the dark? And <laughs> a lot of carrots. And, uh, what she, is a celiac? I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a severe, it's, it's a gluten allergy. Because you know people say, oh, I've, I've, uh, I remember being at a, an event where it was shared platters and this girl said, oh, I'm a celiac. And this, this, the staff, their face fell. It's like, oh my God, why didn't you tell us? Because you had to RSVP in advance with any dietary requirements. I'm the world's best guest because I will eat anything. There's nothing I won't put in my mouth. Hello. And she, <laughs> and, but she said this and they said that changes everything because the kitchen isn't, glu- isn't gluten-free, like chopping boards oh, and of things. Course. So they went off in a panic to prepare her something separate. I said to her, God, that's very difficult because celiac 
disease. It means that if you eat gluten, which is in in wheat, that it, it actually burns a hole in your colon. Oof, so it, it'll Jesus. shorten your life if you don't cut out gluten and get it treated. So it's Whoa. not like, I get a bit gassy when I have pizza and <sighs> beer. We all do, but it's the joy. And she said, oh no, I'm not actually celiac. It's just, um, I get very bloated with gluten. So I just I just say that. I said, well, you, you shouldn't. You yeah. shouldn't. Just tell them. Because the, panic and the... Yeah, just eat around the bread. It was awful. <laughs> but anyway, a friend of mine was recently diagnosed with, and she'd been, she's been very unwell and weight plummeting. Got the diagnosis and she went, the hardest thing I should... All the things I have to say goodbye to now. Yikes. All the foods. Beer, bread. Just Pasta. Wheat, wheat. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, oh my God. And yeah. There's something, there's nothing worse than that to be told. No, at the same time. Forced, forced goodbyes. There are so many, yeah. There are so many options now. So I kept saying to her, there's so many options when I eat a massive sandwich in front of her. <laughs> but so then, girl. but can that happen? Can you be, can you affect people with celiac? Does it, is it disease? Is it a disease? Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Yeah. No, so then, can't. like, if you're eating a sandwich there, it's just that, <laughs> no, like, a bit no. of bread's not going to fall into their face. and No, no, no. It's expand. not like um, nut allergies. Okay. Oh, yeah. We've learned an awful lot. Yeah, but nut allergies. If I was eating peanuts and you'd nut allergy, even the. Um, the dust. The dust that would come out of my mouth and but, uh, in the air. That's age thing. So it is my. You get over that. You can it's fix not that. Not just my mouth. The so, dust is coming out of my mouth. There it is. But you know, even not allergy as well. They stopped. They stopped serving um, nuts or giving free nuts on planes. But you can still bring on your packet of peanuts onto the plane. So if there's people, You're I'm just looking. To. Are you not? No. Oh, I've never read that. Okay, because no. like. I came Did back from Amsterdam the other day and go, woo, you can have a nut, you can have a nut. Why, Why is that fella swollen up there? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it bringing back? didn't have a nut allergy. <laughs> he was just excited to see me. <laughs> dunk. Uh, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I like that. Ba-dum, ga-dunk. <laughs> Right, I don't it's know. It's the new tish. Right, we've been is. rabbiting on for ages. But just you know, to be clear, you are not supposed to bring nuts onto a plane. I never knew that. I just did, like, you know, where it's do you find It's like a dreadful Samuel L. Jackson movie, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> nuts <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. fucking nuts on this. There's a party behind you and you're sitting there and you can feel nuts on a plane. Uh, that's there. No, you know what I'm not talking about. Right. Anyway, Come oh on. my God. I, I, what are we I, talking about? What else are we We're talking? talking about goodbyes. We've yeah. been talking about for ages here. I, yeah, I, I think you know what? I think, oh, like, no. you know, I think to tie it into everything that we've done, they've all been around. <sighs> we have 45 or 46 other episodes out there. So go back. If you're listening to this, you're thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to miss their weekly thing. Go back and have a listen to the other episodes. Um, this is the end for Read the Room with myself and Maya. Thanks to Go Loud for hosting us for oh, the last know. while. Thank you. And um, thanks to Ed. Ed for the last few years. My pleasure. Uh, last few years, last few months. This and Esther Moore Dunhu for being our other producer. You like Maya rang me um, around a few years ago and said, "Would you be interested in doing a podcast?" And they kind of went, "Yeah, yeah, maybe." And yeah, I was kind you, of nah. hoping that she kind of forgot about it. But then this is your baby. That like you, you, you contact me again, and it was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a bit of cracks." Like so, we went down to Headstuff first of all. They gave yeah. us a, a, an hour or two in their their place, and we kind of formulated read the room and trying to like I didn't understand how big a business podcasts are because I, I fill my ears with the kind of the deadly people killing each other ones but like we've had such crack Even like have. our pre-production like phone calls on a Wednesday <laughs> before we come in and, and record a, the, the next day like the crack we have with that and we're learning we've been learning so much about each other that we didn't know over the last 20 years and Some I really I didn't en- want to know either I've really enjoyed it there's been gadunks and father Malleys, but honestly the, the biggest thank you of all are the people who've got in contact with us and the regular we know that there's regular listeners out there and they've been so kind to us and the reviews that were left you know we're all slagging reviews people in Australia 
in Canada, in I America, know. South America, across Europe, in Italy, in Spain, in England. Do you remember when we hit the top ten in the Netherlands? Just randomly? like, do you remember? Do we show? Go on, do the accent. That's why. Go on, we can't finish yeah. without you doing. We are massive in Amsterdam. There we go. Really big. It's, uh, and so, like, like, thank you to Amsterdam for listening. So for all those people who did encourage us to keep going every week and with I your know. suggestions and for the Especially very Kevin, good man, Kev, Kevin, we and love for Kevin. the Aunt Paul, the, like, and the tweets that are are that you put out there, the, the shout outs that we kind of used them to. Uh, That's the take great us thing, off. yeah. That it's it's not getting people to do our work for us. It's actually engaging them. Um, as, you know, them. the more opinions you hear, I think, the better balanced yeah. a show is. And Paddy, thank you to you. Because I have to say, on a more emotional level, Uh-oh. this has been a really hard year for me, mm. as you know. And I lost my mum in February and we just started the podcast. And can I just say, and a testament to you as well, one week you missed. You just missed one day of recording I know. during your, your mother's own death and funeral. And I've got to say, well done, Maya, to that. But that was because this was a lifeline for me. Like, it really it was lovely to have something with somebody who I like and trust so much. And you as well. Hey. Yay! But it was great. So it's funny, I'm very emotional because it's been a riot, but it's also been really important and I've learned a lot. And like I said, it's been a bit of a lifeline. So I'm very grateful to you. We thank you. Oh, you're very um, welcome. I love doing it. I know. We've loads of other things happening. There's like, you know, this is maybe the end for Read the Room. There Maybe other podcasts down the road, but we're going to collaborate on. We've we've TV show ideas for TV shows and probably a, a book, children's book, or not. Like so, there's other things that we're ruminating on. But I've this loved news these to me. I weekly... never want to see you again, mate. Sorry, is it, you're my dumpy. <laughs> oh fuck! I thought the other dumpy. Sorry, Anna. Get your sister to ring me, and we'll go through it as well. So yeah, you'll get us on the socials. Maya is at. I'm at Maya Dunphy on all the socials. All and the... you are. Oh, she's on LinkedIn now, by the way, lads. LinkedIn uh, is very confusing. It's and very, very corporate. Of course it is, but don't use. Your your usual filthy speaking there I'm at Paddy C. Courtney on all the socials including LinkedIn and Twitter might be taken from us I'm not going to that new mastication Mastic- month yeah whatever that is I'm not in that anyway so um, for the final time oh, the C has to stand what for what does the C stand for cancelled oh. I was going to go for ciao but that's let, let it go for that Jesus Christ end on a Christ. high <laughs> <laughs> see you on the socials bye bye Gadunk. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. You love vodka, don't you? I, I don't. used to love dinner parties. Yeah. And we actually did, um, other friends of mine and I, and we found it recently. We did, we started to come down at me. This is 10 years ago. Recently, I found we had, um, I'd left my laptop in in my bedrooms people could go in at the end and do a video with their scores oh, and everyone was hammered oh my god um, and we never looked at them because we stopped doing it so I found them recently and they are absolutely because it was 10 years ago we're all babies that's a brilliant so we've got to meet up again and watch those videos over a takeaway probably but Good. I used to I would take a half day and work if I didn't trust person. myself with someone else's video camera no. <laughs> hello I give him a score of g-dunk out of Don't 10 la- I remember <laughs> four then <laughs> 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 and, and, and a recommendation for a doctor <laughs> <laughs>